Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. Ananda and I have been offering a free podcast for almost seven years now to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Learn more at the Anxiety Slayer Academy at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my partner and wonderful friend Ananga Sivier. And we come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and often answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. We like to mix up a potent blend of coaching, storytelling, Ayurveda, yoga, guided relaxations, and EFT tapping, along with our many years of personal experience. Today's topic is one way your anxiety will always try to hold you back. Hey, Ananga, how are you today? Hi, Shan. I'm well, thank you. It's wonderful to come together with you again for another episode. And I look forward to talking about how anxiety will always try to hold you back. Yeah, this is something I've been thinking about lately, thinking about how our mind can be our friend or very often not our friend. And one thing that the mind tries to do is keep us in a stuck state. So anxiety can really weigh very heavily on us and stop us feeling that taking action is worthwhile. And then this leads to us feeling like nothing works because we're stuck. We don't know how to move forward. Yeah, it's, it's a bit like when you're trying to get a kid to go outside and get some fresh air when they're just sitting there saying they're bored and there's nothing they can do and nothing to read. And the mind gets stuck in this kind of petulant child mode or freaked out adult mode and it really, really locks us down. And then we think nothing works. I've tried everything, as we have discussed in previous podcasts. And it keeps us isolated where we feel that we have no one to talk to, nobody understands, something's wrong with me, or we have those awful feelings of shame or feeling that we're weak or too sensitive. I think it's one of the most painful tricks of anxiety where we just really feel locked down and we start to lose hope very quickly and become very turned in on ourselves and it becomes more difficult to reach out and talk to others, which is why I really wanted to bring this up today and just second what you just said, Shan, that there's no shame in it and it doesn't mean we're weak or you're too sensitive. Sometimes you know, we take things on board deeply and we're deeply affected by them. And that's okay. The mind's easily disturbed. It's sensitive. It's okay. But sometimes we need some support with that. 
I'd love it if you would share a little bit about the Bhagavad Gita and how this can apply to our conversation today. When I was a really anxious teen, as I've mentioned on several podcasts, around about 18, 19 years old, I was suffering from extreme anxiety, which had me very stuck and sometimes just hunched up in a corner. Very bad anxiety. And I was very concerned with things that were going on that were beyond my control. And one day I asked a question to somebody who was a healthcare practitioner, and he was a student of the Bhagavad Gita, ancient dialogue on the nature of the soul, a manual for life. And much of the teachings that we talk about in Ayurveda are based on this wisdom of the Bhagavad Gita. They come from the same body of knowledge, Vedic knowledge. And so I started reading the Bhagavad Gita, and it really helped me. And one of the verses there that stuck with me for the last couple of decades is a verse that says, For him who has conquered the mind, the mind is the best of friends. But for one who has failed to do so, his very mind will be the greatest enemy. Very often with the anxiety that we suffer with, our mind is being our enemy. It's not being kind to us. It's not being our friend. There are many verses like that in the Bhagavad Gita, and that really got me thinking. Again, it takes it off us as an individual and this understanding that the mind needs conquering, it needs work, it needs a framework, and it's something that we have to work with to bring it under our control, or it will cause us suffering. Which is one of the reasons why Ayurveda is so very helpful, and I know that you've been practicing Ayurveda for quite some time, and studying, and you've taught me a lot about it. Would you like to speak just a little bit more about Ayurveda? and the modes of nature and how that can help us get things settled? Yeah, sure. This is certainly knowledge that comes from the Bhagavad Gita. There's a whole chapter on this. The modes of material nature are three qualities that affect us, but they are also described as ropes. They can bind us. This is very much part of Ayurvedic psychology. The main part of Ayurveda in terms of healing the mind comes from this understanding that there are these qualities in material nature, which according to Sanskrit, sattva, rajas, and tamas. And sattva translates as the mode of goodness, and that's where we want to aim for. That's where our thinking is clear and positive and bright, and we don't have trouble making decisions, and we're living a clean, bright, happy existence free from fear. The next one is rajas, which is loosely translated as the mode of passion. It's the, the mode of achieving and acting and doing, which tends to cause us a, a good deal of misery. And below that are what they refer to as the lower mode, which is tamaguna, which is the mode of ignorance, or sometimes it's called the mode of darkness. And this is really the realm of fear, and it's a non-moving stuck place where our consciousness is not doing so well. So very often in Ayurvedic psychology, they talk about coming up through the modes. If somebody's suffering with their mind, the remedial measure for that is to give them a lot of support, positivity, and care, and get them up and moving and come up through the mode. So you come out of this stuck lower state to be more active, which we talked about in our last podcast, walking, moving, taking a shower, swimming, doing some yoga, breathing, getting out in nature, just moving away from this stuckness. And then ideally to come up through that middle mode to sattvagun, the mode of goodness, where the mind is clear and still and undisturbed. Thank you for that explanation. I love thinking about 
moving through the steps. And you can even pay attention to where you are on any given day as you flow through them. And certainly the bottom is, is where we do not want to stay. And there is hope and you can move and you can get to that higher place. Yeah, it's a very proactive lifestyle choice. In Ayurveda, there's a big push towards a regular self-care assessment, a self-study. How am I doing? And everything we do comes under these modes of nature, the way we speak. Are we speaking kindly, which would be sattvic in the mode of goodness? Are our words harsh, demeaning, or sarcastic? That's at the other end of the spectrum in the lower modes. Are our words purposeful and ambitious? That comes in the middle. So kind, soft, caring speech is something to look towards. Our choices in reading, is it inspiring, uplifting, educating? Is it dark? Is it violent? These kind of choices that we can look at at every area of our life, our choices in exercise, is it too competitive or is it gentle and supportive? Our eating, how clean is our eating? All of these things we can look at according to the qualities in these modes of nature and start trying to take actions that bring us into a more peaceful and brighter state of mind. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering our free podcast for almost seven years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how to get the best experience you can from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Learn more about the Anxiety Slayer Academy at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support. Before the break, we were talking about Ayurveda and the modes of nature. Um, What else can we discuss today that will be helpful when we're feeling stuck? The challenge is to not listen when your mind tells you there's nothing you can do. And when it tries to feed you words that keep you in that hopeless state, to not fight it and just wish that everything could be better, but to rise to the challenge and just start taking steady action to move yourself in a better direction. One step at a time, daily acts of self-care. And these daily acts of self-care really can be very small movements forward. They can be adding an additional glass of water to your daily intake. They can be just moving a little bit, just getting outside, making an effort to have one more whole food added to your diet. It's sometimes these simple steps that really open the gateway for more and more self-care and self-love. Yeah, five minutes tapping. Your mind will tell you it's not going to do anything. So tap for that. Look up our tapping sheet at anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT and tap for, even though I don't think anything can help me, even though I don't even know why I'm doing this, it's so not worth my time. All of those things that your mind will tell you, tap for those five minutes a day. We also did a tapping guided session a couple of podcasts back about tapping for finding hope. Replay it, have a listen to that, tap through with that. Five minutes EFT tapping a day, five minutes breathing a day, a short guided meditation. We have some that are just four or five minutes long, a breathing practice. 
these things just adding five minutes here and there into your day to just bring more hope and more self-care for the nervous system in. It makes a big difference. Step-by-step, daily acts. Just keep at it. Stop. And that's a valid feeling, but it's not an effective approach. That just feeds the anxiety demon more and more. It's just going to keep us in that stuck state. Whatever we want it to do, it's not going to do it if we're feeling stressful emotions or hot emotions towards our own mind we're just going to burn ourselves so to just take a deep breath take a step back try it try it as an experiment even if you think it's a load of rubbish and you don't agree with it try it for two weeks and see how you feel keep a journal keep a notebook take the experiment and then look back after two weeks and see what changed because something will there's no question let's talk about Radical anxiety remission. This I stole from a a wonderful researcher called Kelly Turner. She's a PhD researcher, such a bright. factors that people have bought in and really applied over time so she says rather than spontaneous remission she likes the term radical remission radical action has been taken over time and it gives much more of an understanding of proactivity in recovery so i stole that from kelly radical anxiety remission takes some work takes some time But to think that you're alone and nothing will work is a trick of your mind. And to think that it's all going to go away overnight, sometimes it does. And she said that also in cancer. Sometimes it does, but usually it doesn't. Usually it takes some work. So if your mind's not being your friend, then get yourself some support and some friends elsewhere who can help be your cheerleaders. We'd like to be your cheerleaders. It doesn't mean you can't make rapid progress, but you do need to make a start. Start taking action today to slay your anxiety, one step and one day at a time. Thank you so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this episode supportive. And if you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend or give us some stars and a favorable review at iTunes. We'd sure appreciate it. Thanks, Ananga. Anxiety Slayer has been offering a free podcast for more than six years. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on getting the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Are you ready to take action against your anxiety? 
Enroll in the Anxiety Slayer Academy now, and you can get started today. Visit anxietyslayer.com forward slash support.